You're listening to Decidedly Dry. I'm your host, Jess Steitzer. This is the Sober Podcast where we actually focus on the good. Amazing, right? We spark inspiration. We try to provide some hope and help motivate you. I promise to always keep it real, provide some dry humor, and remind you every episode why sobriety is truly a superpower. You can always find the show notes, some posts, and all of my other tools over on decidedlydry.substack.com. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's get started. Hi, my sweet friends, and welcome back to Decidedly Dry. You have pushed play on episode number, look at me like frantically trying to remember, 82. (laughs) You are at 82, which I just am so excited that you're here and that you pushed play today. So today I have an amazing episode for you. I have my friend Hannah coming on today to share her sober story. Hannah is a mom of two She has an eight-year-old and a five-year-old. She is happily married over in Montana to her husband, Ben, who, fun fact, is almost seven years sober. So awesome. Congrats, Ben. She is a business owner, has lots of pets, and is just rocking sobriety. Now, I don't want to give away all the things that we talk about in today's episode, but I do want to share one thing. What I love about Hannah's story, or one of the things I love that really stood out was that she was not your stereotypical wine mom. And what I mean by that is she was not a nightly drinker. She was not the one to pour that glass of wine every single night as her reward. She was kind of a casual drinker. So maybe just on weekends, maybe just at social functions. It was not an every night thing. And the reason I'm pointing that out, what I really admire about her is she took a look at her life and noticed that she was consuming alcohol in situations that maybe she was anxious in or, or, or similar type things like that. And when she would have the alcohol, have the alcohol, that sounded so, so ridiculous. When she would drink, she honestly made the situation worse. So her anxiety was worsened. Does that make sense? So she was ingesting this substance, trying to think that it would lessen her anxiety, but really it made it worse. It's like that saying that alcohol is actually like gasoline on your anxiety. It's fuel on the fire, right? So she realized that and she decided to remove it. She decided to take action. And I love that. I love those stories where we just have that moment where we see something and we're like, huh, <laughs> this is not working. And I could continue it, right? I could just kind of sit back and say, well, I think this is what all the other moms do. I think this is what society is telling me is, is normal and is okay. Or I could just say no. You know, I could say, no, that's not working for me. And I want more. I want something better. I want a life free of alcohol so that I can experience all of the benefits that comes with a sober lifestyle. Okay, so that was a huge intro and I don't want to give anything else away. (laughs) So I'm going to stop right there and let you just hear our chat. Now, before I get over to my chat with Hannah, I want to remind you guys that I am 
casually on social media with my decidedly dry accounts, okay? Casually. (laughs) So I might be over on Instagram from time to time because as it turns out, I truly believe that quitting social media is harder than quitting alcohol. True story for me. Um, So if you would like to stay in contact with me, I am spending almost all of my time or all of my sharing is going to be put out Um, on the platform Substack, okay? So if you head over to decidedlydry.substack.com, which will be linked in the show notes below, you can find all of my episodes. You can find all of my writing, fitness challenges, uh, journal entries, all all of the good things that I've been sharing over there um, live over on Substack. So make sure that you head over. You can sign up to be a subscriber for free. It costs nothing. You will get my weekly newsletter planted in your inbox every week for no cost at all. Or you can make a donation if you would like to be a subscriber. Uh, subscriber. <laughs> I can't talk. I need more coffee. <laughs> if you would like to be a paid subscriber, there is that option as well. Okay, clearly I need to stop talking and just get to the interview. So thank you for pushing play. And here is my chat with Hannah. Welcome back to the show, you guys. This is Jess with Decidedly Dry. And I am so excited personally, just because this is an old friend of mine to have Hannah here today. Hi, Hannah. Hello. I should have told you too before we started. I don't use the video, so we can do whatever we want with our hands and be all relaxed. And don't worry. <laughs> I'm I'm not video ready anyways. <laughs> I'm not either. You guys, if you could see me, I'm once again just sitting in my closet on my floor. So uh it's pretty glamorous over here. <laughs> oh, but today is not about me. Hannah, I am so excited that you said yes to coming on the show because you and I have chatted here and there over the past few years about both of our sober journeys. And today I'm honored to have you come on and share it. So thanks again. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right, my love. So I know a little bit about you, but I want you to take a minute just to kind of introduce yourself to listeners. So if you don't mind just sharing who you are, where you live, kind of what you do, all that good stuff. So my name is Hannah and I I'm a mom of two and a business owner. Um, I have three dogs and a new kitten. Um, my husband works at Stillwater Mine. And I, yeah, work from home. So it's nice to be able to be flexible with the kids and take them to their activities and be available for whatever chaos comes my way. <laughs> I think you just summed up motherhood, right? Yes. <laughs> the animals, the children, so. all the errands. Yes. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Very much so. And what do you guys do for fun? Any activities, hobbies? Um, We don't live very far from a park. So we take a lot of walks and go down to the park. Um do a lot of uh, friends gatherings and dinners and it was just cat grizz this past weekend and so we had a huge um gathering at a friend's house and all the kids got to go play together so yeah I mean we spend a lot of time with family and friends and that's awesome enjoy life 
I love it. And Cat yeah. Grizz, I mean, for those of you that don't know, that is the big rivalry college football game over in Montana, correct? Yes, it is. <laughs> it's a big deal. <laughs> it is a big deal. And you should be a Cats fan. I know. I am. I am. Even though I'm in Oregon. So <laughs> listeners, if you guys don't know, I actually, I went to Montana State for a couple of years and I was good friends with Hannah's older brother. That's how Hannah and I met. And we were actually just briefly reminiscing about, gosh, how many years ago it was that we saw each other. And it's just been a hot minute. So long. So long. <laughs> so long. <laughs> well, girlfriend, I would love for you to share whatever you'd like to share, but um, we're going to talk about your, your sober journey. So maybe you can just mention kind of what your history is with alcohol when you started, when maybe the relationship started to shift and just kind of when you had that, you know, maybe inkling that maybe it was time to explore, you know, an alcohol-free life. Yeah. So my husband has actually been sober for seven years. And when he decided to stop drinking, I was like, you're crazy. There's no <laughs> way that I could ever not go without drinking. Um, and he was totally supportive and okay with me continuing on and him not. Um, obviously, my intake changed. I didn't drink as much. Um, I still went out to the bars with friends and everything. Um, and then I believe 2021, August, I started my business. And then going to all the different functions to try to do all the networking and connections and get your business out there. There's obviously a lot of functions that have alcohol at them. Um, I would always go into them very nervous yeah. <laughs> to try and connect and meet with people. And so I would have a glass of wine or two and then it never really helped. Like mm -hmm. it didn't really make my anxiety any better. It kind of made it worse. And so in November of that same year, I was just like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to see what it's like to not drink. And I never really set like a end date. Mm -hmm. And I think that was very crucial to, I don't know, continuing on and not being like, okay, I'm not going to drink for this long because then you have an end date and you're just constantly thinking I can have a drink after this date, oh, you know, yes. without like the personal disappointment. Yeah. Um. So I just never really put in, end date on it um I also was trying to kind of do some error and trial to see if it made my anxiety worse if it made it better um and not drinking made it a lot better I was able mm -hmm. to just process my feelings and emotions as they came instead of having a crutch per se um so it wasn't like any thing that was drastic that happened that made me not want to drink or that I needed to stop I didn't have a really terrible relationship with it um I just didn't do it very often when I did it was overkill and then I was like out of commission for days mm -hmm. <laughs> and I mean I didn't really want my kids to 
see that or remember me, you know, pulling the curtains in the living room to keep it dark because my head hurt and me puking my guts out and, you know, not really being able to parent them. Yeah. So once I stopped and not having the end date, I just kind of kept going Mm -hmm. and obviously nothing bad has come about removing alcohol out of my life only you know amazing transformations new relationships um I mean that I there's nothing negative about not drinking yeah amen so (laughs) (laughs) it's it's been really nice um I would say for sure the first like big holidays or gatherings or birthdays like that was hard at the beginning and a challenge for sure but just take it like second by second or minute by minute and once you get through it you're through it yeah yeah oh my gosh I have so much to say about that I always like want to just like write it down as you guys talk, because there's so many good (laughs) nuggets that I like pull away from what you just said. I mean, number one, I love that you pointed out, like, it it wasn't a big thing. Like it wasn't rock bottom for me. I mean, it was a big thing because it was something I wanted to change, but it wasn't necessarily like I'm living under a bridge or I got a DUI or all of those kind of stereotypical things that people jump to when they hear, oh, you know, Hannah quit drinking. What happened? <laughs> you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah. And so I love that you had the awareness to just be like, this isn't working, you know, like I'm, I'm using it to help me with something and it's doing the opposite. So like, why don't I yes. just test out, you know, not drinking and see what that is like. So I love that you mentioned that because I think that we live in an age where there are a lot of people that are like, well, I don't think it's a problem, but I also can't identify like, the benefits that it's bringing, <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? <laughs> and I also love that you pointed out, you know, I think that was maybe one of the times that you and I were med- messaging was before a holiday. Cause you had written yes. and you were like, okay, but it wasn't that bad. Like, it's not like I'm drinking every day. So like, who's to say like a glass of wine or two at Thanksgiving with my, you know, extended family is going to be terrible, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think we had a big conversation about that. Like, well, but what if it's great without, you know? Yeah. And I remember and hearing I, from you after. <laughs> yeah. And it was my dad's 60th birthday yeah. that I was talking to you about. Cause I was like, what's a big birthday. Right. And you know, everybody's going to be cheersing and celebrating and all the things, but it was really nice to sit around that table and watch everybody else <laughs> become <laughs> a hot mess and <laughs> not you know, being a part of that. Right. But to probably remember every minute of that day, like that is an important day to remember and to wake up feeling good. Like that's it. That's it. That is important. So I like that you pointed that out. Um, well, I would love to know, I want to kind of piggyback on the, I love that you didn't have an end date, you know, where it was like, okay, I'm doing this for 30 days or, or this is forever. You know, if I stop, I'm stopping because I do think Mm -hmm. when we put up a lot of pressure on ourselves then it almost makes us want it more. Like you said, like, well, if I'm going till the end of the year, like January 1st, you know, I can have that drink then. 
what were some of the tools that maybe you put in place when you kind of decided? Was there anything you were utilizing or doing or activities maybe that you did instead? Um, I for sure downloaded the uh, like sober app to, you know, keep track of how many days because I think that helped me at the beginning, like being able to go back and be like, holy cow, I've gone this long, you know? Yeah. Um, and I would say I journaled a little bit at the beginning. Um, it honestly also, this is going to sound so strange, but it helped me going to the bars with my friends, being sober, and then seeing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, it actually helped me continue to not drink. That might not be, you know, for everyone being around it, you know, and going to the bars would probably be a lot harder for somebody who had a different relationship with alcohol than I did. Totally. But um, it helped me to still go to the bars with my friends. And I, my thing was just drinking um, club soda with lime. Mm -hmm. So it's not like plain Jane, you're not just drinking water or um, anything so I did that. Um, I started a membership at um, Black Orchid, which is like a hot yoga studio here in town. And they also do hot cycling and um, some like bar classes. Did you say hot cycling? Yes. That it sounds so, so intense. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. Oh. Um, it's like a a blackout dance party in oh, there it. it it makes it so fun um and I have continued doing that awesome. and actually the owner is also sober and he has celebrated my sobriety in classes and he just said the other day like if he wasn't sober there'd be no black orchid wow. so I mean it's been, I've almost networked and built better relationships being sober with my business too, than if I were to go to the networking functions that are full of, you know, drinking. Yeah. That's so, awesome. So, yeah, I mean, I, health has played a big part in kind yes. of your journey too. Oh, I love that. It has. And that you've stuck it's with it. It's been great. Mm -hmm. That's so it's great. so fun. It's <laughs> such a great community, and I have built some great new friendships and different moms and other kids. You know, my kids' age, and they are all so supportive. Like Good. we still all go to City Vineyard, and they'll make sure that they get a bottle of like NA white wine and or any NA beers if like they have a house gathering where we all go like they are always very including and thoughtful and you know don't make it weird that good, good. I don't drink you know yeah and I think you point out such a good point of the importance of community too you know and I mean how lucky that you landed yourself in a gym where the owner is sober too, that just really yes. values that. I mean, that is so amazing. 
And I love that we're slowly seeing this shift. I think for a long time, all of our events, all of our gatherings, they all circulated around alcohol. But I think we've kind of, we're living in this phase where now there's more options. You know, I don't know Mm -hmm. if you agree, but I feel like just over the past few years, there are so many more options available and people are becoming a little less like, I don't know, pushy per se, like where it's like Mm -hmm. they question why you're not drinking. Like I don't, I don't think it's as, as, um, I don't know. It's more of a norm, not a norm. What's the word I'm stumbling, but it's not uncommon to have like a non-drinker in your circle now, which is great, Mm -hmm. especially for us. (laughs) Yes. Um, well, I would love for you to share if there were any big or small benefits that you immediately started seeing, or maybe down the road, I mean, we've talked a little bit about the tools and the the things you started noticing, but were there like some standout benefits that you experienced, but like internally or externally when you quit? Um, I would say it was a hard transition at first. Um, just kind of dealing with, anxiety and all the things that come with parenting and motherhood and trying to find different outlets to I don't know help with like I mean motherhood in general um but it helped a lot once I I would say after a few months it was definitely not immediate um of very conscious effort and work on figuring out my mental health and all the different ways and tools and communication I think that was also huge um learning how to communicate better with my feelings and my emotions because when you are drinking, I, I mean, it is basically liquid courage, you know? Yeah. So having to actually think about how to communicate things in a tactful way and not overshare or word vomit or totally. just go <laughs> off, you know, emotional highs, um, I would say that has been a huge growth for me is just learning how to communicate in a calm, healthy manner and have my thoughts like actually, you know, bullet points instead of completely scattered all over the place. Yeah. Um, relationships have totally changed. Um some good, some bad. I mean, friendships that I've had for years and years and years have transitioned into a new friendship mm-hmm. um, where it's just kind of a touch base here and there, not like it was, um, which is fine. I think there's a big stigma around people who don't drink like they just assume that we don't want to be invited to the bars or we are going to feel offended if you know they want to go bar hopping or you know 
use us as a designated driver. Like I would rather have my friends invite me and go and have fun and be their designated driver. Um, But some relationships have just transpired into something different and it's fine. It took some getting used to for sure. But then on the same flip side, like I have met some beautiful women and it's been a great transition with all these different moms and even non-moms like the support and the community and the friendships that I've built now being sober knowing who I am and feeling comfortable and putting that forward instead of what I think I should be or what I think I'm being portrayed as with different relationships and friendships they're just much more authentic now I guess would be a way to put it out (laughs) I love it well and I love that you pointed out the communication piece I don't think anybody's mentioned that here on the show but it's something I experienced a lot too where it's like man it's huge it is huge like instead of going into this huge response in a text you could simply say no thank you you know, and mm-hmm. like, and knowing that I don't need to over explain or I don't need to get defensive or I can just say it how it is and feel good mm-hmm. about that because I know I am sober minded. So I'm not, you know, saying something I don't mean because my judgment might be impaired a little bit. And that feels so good to just Absolutely. be comfortable and not feel those feelings of regret or shame if I misspeak or or uh, mm-hmm. just say something the wrong way. And um, I think friendships are tricky. I think you nailed it. Like, I think yeah. some become a little bit, you know, less of what they were. And it's maybe mm-hmm. because it wasn't the friendship I thought it was at the time. Like, maybe they were just drinking buddies. And now it's like, we kind of struggle to have something in common. But I don't know if you're like me as a mom. I'm like, I have my friends and I love them dearly. But I mean, my best best friends are under my roof and yes uh they just they come first you know so mm-hmm. so please invite me but I might not come because yes. you know we get so <laughs> busy can I just have the choice please let me say no <laughs> because yeah. I still want to be included <laughs> oh man it's so good um all right I'm looking at my list because I have just a couple more questions for you um yeah. but I would love to know kind of we talked about your hobbies and things that you're doing and stuff but were there any like I don't know accomplishments or milestones or anything that really stood out during your journey where it was like man like I couldn't have done that if I was still kind of in my old ways or or I can totally pinpoint this as a huge accomplishment because of my you know decision to be alcohol free um I think my parenting style and being able to be more calm and level-headed um which I think everybody thinks would be the opposite because when you have a few glasses of wine you know you don't really care um I think that was that's been a big one and then the communication um because obviously there's always going to be conflict in life and 
being able to communicate in a response that I am owning and I'm comfortable owning, um, that's been huge. Um, my relationships and having hard conversations, um, setting boundaries. I just feel like ever since being sober, I am so much more comfortable in who I am. And being able to have those conversations. Um, So I don't know that and my business has grown so much. Um, And I think it's just because my focus, like you said, has completely transitioned Mm -hmm. um, between my husband and my kids and my support group from working out at Black Orchid, it's, my life has flourished. Um, And I don't think that that would have happened or been possible if I was continuing to drink because drinking totally takes time for sure. So you can either be sitting here drinking or you know, spending time with your kids or your husband or setting new goals or working out or going on a weekend trip with your family, you know, like there's been nothing bad that's come from not drinking. So I don't, there's not really like any big major things that I could, you know, say that have happened or transpired. I think the biggest part is just knowing who I am and being comfortable with that and not caring so much about, I wonder what they think of me. I wonder (laughs) what, you know, they think of my response or anything like to that degree. It's been so refreshing and like a weight lifted off my shoulders. Totally. Like I am who I am. So, yeah, those are huge. No. And I think Mm -hmm. those, those are the accomplishments, you know, I heard you list off some things that people, I mean, that is the gold medal that is crossing the finish line, like to be comfortable in your own skin and to become, you know, the mom that you want to be, not to say you weren't before, but to be so, I don't know, just like proud of your parenting style and comfortable in how you're doing things. I mean, that is way better than a marathon or climbing a mountain or yes. any other accomplishment. <laughs> I mean, all good things, but I mean, talk about like really being able to look at your life and be like, look what I'm doing. Like, this is a big freaking deal. And I love, I love what I've done and what I've worked for because it doesn't just get planted on your lap. <laughs> you know, it no, is, it is so all. something you have to work on. And I'm just truly proud of you. And it's inspiring. It's really inspiring. Yeah, it's nice Uh, to have the little conversations, you know, with my kids at night, you know, being able to sit on each side of their bed and talk to them about their days, you know, Mm -hmm. and what we can work better at the next day or different tools. And before it was, you know, I want to get the kids to bed as quick as possible to have, you know, me time. Right. 
And I mean, that is true to an extent, but it's not rushed anymore because it's not like, oh, I can finally sit down and have a drink. And, you know, there's such the, uh, I don't know, I don't, it's stigma, I guess, around like, you need to have you time. And I absolutely agree with that, but there are definitely better ways to use your you time. <laughs> Yeah. So and, and not miss out on those good nights, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I think about my I have some friends that I always talk to after school while the kids are all playing and and one of them pointed out like and I'm sure you've heard this where it's like you don't know when their last time of doing blank will be, you know, like yes. the last time your kid wants you to cuddle with them in bed or the last time you pick mm-hmm. them up and it like makes me want to ball my eyes out when I think about it. But, you know, <laughs> situations like that where it's like I mean, how many more nights am they going to let me, you know, sit by their bed and talk yeah. about their day before they're like, get out, mom, I love you, but get, yes. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> yes. so being present for those times and not looking back and saying like, oh my gosh, like I was so just unaware of the time that I missed out on because mm-hmm. I was rushing to that couch to pour that glass of wine and watch Netflix. Like, yep. Oh. Oh, zero judgment, but I'm just saying, you know, like, yes. it's just, it really puts it in perspective when you're like, I don't want to miss that. You know, mm-hmm. I only got one shot at this. So, well, I have two more questions and then I'm going to let you go. But looking forward, what will this new chapter of your life enable you to do? So is there anything ahead that you're looking forward to accomplishing? And it doesn't have to be big. It could be, no, just to continue this lifestyle and you know, grow more and more comfortable in who I am every day or, or whatever? Yeah. Um, I mean, I am trying to focus more on like being present in the moment um, more so than worrying about, you know, what is next week going to bring and planning all the things Um just continuing my sober journey and enjoying all the big moments and the celebrations and growing my business and continue loving on the beautiful friendships that have come about. Um, And keep on with my working out like that's been huge and that community um because it doesn't really feel like I'm working out it is seriously so fun um if anybody wants to go and see any of the glimpse of videos of what hot spin (laughs) is just look up black orchid on instagram and it you'll you'll get a glimpse oh my gosh um yeah, I just keep on flourishing. I mean, it's been so fun and so great, especially becoming more aware, more comfortable, more present. Um, that's been something I think that I really needed. And I don't think it would have been possible if I would have kept drinking. I definitely wouldn't have found Black Orchid. Um, I wouldn't have been able to reconnect with some longtime friends that I 
haven't seen or talked to in years. Um, my husband and I's marriage and relationship has blossomed to a whole new level. So, mm-hmm. I mean, for anyone that's sober curious, I mean, just give it a shot. Say, yeah, try it. Don't put an end date on it or like such huge expectations. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it isn't for everyone. Not everyone can do it mm-hmm. but there's nothing bad that's ever come of it <laughs> right right what's that saying it's like I never wake up regretting that I didn't drink the night before yes. <laughs> you know I don't Very wake up so. and think to myself shoot hmm really wish I would have been you know <laughs> yeah I'm so sad that I don't have a hangover <laughs> really sucks feeling good when I wake up no <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you kind of touched on my last question which is just to the one person or many that is listening right now and feeling inspired to make a change what advice can you give them yeah don't use whatever tools that you want or reach out to whoever you know there is a huge sober community that I wasn't even aware of um and there are tons of options Mm -hmm. these days um and they are really good by the way (laughs) and um I haven't yet to find a red wine though I cannot find a red wine same (laughs) I just resort to, uh, to like apple cider (laughs) Uh, or juice. Yeah. (laughs) Lots of white wines Um, though. Non-alcoholic that are really good. Yeah. (laughs) And champagne. Um, but I mean, just don't put so much pressure on yourself. Um, those sober apps are great. Um, I also have, you know, my little like bible app on my phone um journaling going for walks just knowing that the hard moments will pass mm-hmm. very true so i don't know that's i mean everybody's journey is so different yeah um and you have to want it you know you can't just think in your head that I'm going to, you know, do this for such and such or do this for so-and-so you need to do it for yourself. Be accountable for yourself. Do tons of personal work. Right. Um, so, I mean, it's not pretty, it's not glamorous. It's not easy, but I it mean, is. if you, yeah. if, if you want to change and, flourish and do better and work on yourself in a positive healthy way I mean uh, taking out alcohol you're really gonna (laughs) you're really gonna face things head on for sure and learn how to process and navigate things in a different way that you're not used to but also they have so much better outcomes yeah and what I I mean so good, Hannah. So good because <laughs> you're so true. I mean, like it is not a one size fits all. Like you no. 
you need to try different things. Like what Hannah's talking about today might not work for you. You know, that was, that's what works for her, but she listed off so many different things. And that's the point I really try to get across is, you know, just try something else. If you try it first and then you're like, oh, well that didn't help, you know, try something else. Like maybe it's a mm -hmm. different app. Maybe it's a different workout. Maybe it's not working out. Maybe it's just meditation or, you know, just try different things and be open to it. If it's important to you, like really, Absolutely. really be open to it. And I love all of the things that you listed because that is the whole point of this show. Like I love bringing on people that can just share all of the good things that they're experiencing because of this one decision, this one thing Absolutely. they removed, just to give people a little bit of inspiration and hope out there that you can totally do it. You just, you have to be ready and you have to put in the work because Absolutely. it isn't easy, <laughs> it no, isn't it easy is but it is not. so worth it. <laughs> and I would say like over time, the big family functions and the gatherings and the birthdays and the celebrations, like it gets so much easier. Mm -hmm. I think just all the firsts. Yep. You know? Yep. Getting through all the And then you go a whole firsts. year and it's like, oh, okay. I've done Thanksgiving before sober. Mm -hmm. I can do it again. You know, I've After, done yep. this birthday. I can do it again. You know? So yes. I love that. Well, I didn't ask you ahead of time. So I'm sorry if I put you on the spot here and I can totally edit it and take it out. <laughs> no. But if people were inspired by your story and they want to just reach out and, and say hello or or maybe reach out for inspiration, are you comfortable with me sharing like uh, a way to get a hold of you, whether it be social media or something? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I would love to. I mean, if I mean with you, like if I didn't have you. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Oh, well, that means a lot. And I mean, you were one of the ones that reached out. It wasn't me reaching out to you. So there's power. <laughs> no, and I don't mean it in a bad way. I mean it as in, you know, if you have that slight little interest or you're a little bit curious, like take a leap of faith and just reach out to that person that you've seen sharing, you know, about their sober journey. Cause I've seen you share about yours, Hannah, and it's awesome because there are so many people that might be in your life right now that are like, oh, but Hannah, I remember she quit drinking. Like I could reach out mm -hmm. to her. So it's wonderful. And I appreciate you saying yes. It would have been really awkward if you were like, no, please don't share it. Jess. <laughs> Edit this out. <laughs> oh, Do gosh. Not. No, I am more than happy to, you know, be someone's, you know crutch and helping them through the hard times or second guessing themselves I mean that's basically you know what I did with you I was second guessing yeah. things and you helped reiterate you know like well what if you don't you know like what what bad thing is going to happen you know yeah for sure Oh, this was so good. It was so fun to see your face and talk to you so and just hear everything. <laughs> um, I'm not going to have you share your contact info on here. I'll just have it in the show notes um, for everybody okay. to, because uh, I don't think there are people out there that actually write, write it down when they listen to the podcast. It's always easier to just <laughs> click in the show notes. <laughs> so yes, it is. we'll have that there along with, um, maybe I'll even include the the app that you used for, uh, for counting days and stuff. Cause I know people yes, uh, absolutely. would love that as a tool as well. So, oh, well, thank you again, Hannah. And, um, for those of you guys listening, 
like Hannah shared, you know, just go for it. What do you have to lose? Nothing bad comes from not drinking. Nothing bad. All right. Well, thanks for being here and take care. Thank you. All right. That is a wrap. Thank you so much for pushing play today and hanging with me. If you enjoy the show, the best way to support it is to subscribe and to leave an awesome rating or review over on Apple Podcasts. Grateful for this message and want more? Head on over to decidedlydry.substack.com. There you will find all of my writing, a library of past episodes, and an option to subscribe. That gives you access to many, many more tools for not only your sober journey, but for all areas of your amazing life. It has sure been a treat spending this time with you. And just remember, if the only thing you did today was stay sober, you are winning. I'll see you next time.